We had a collaboration with some Chinese com uh, Chinese uh, scientists. Here we have a vaccine. What is the problem? Get over it. What we are very proud of now is that we penetrate the cabinets. Seriously, I'm, I'm making a serious point. I don't know what half of them are protesting against. We've still got Fauci walking around free. The man should be in irons in the darkest pit. As much as he touts that he cares about it, he doesn't. This is our revolution. It's not theirs. Don't let them take it from you. Don't let them convince you that it's their revolution when in fact it's not. It's ours. And we will have it. It is Wednesday, the 26th day of October, the year of our Lord, 2022. I'm Johnny Anderson alongside Bruce Adams and a very special guest on a uh, on a Wednesday, Ned. How are you, Ned? It's good to see you. Wasn't expecting you today. Yeah, well, I'm going to miss you guys on Friday because I've got to go somewhere, so I can't go for a whole week without annoying somebody. Well, that's true. That's true. Either way, uh, we're glad to have you. And it's uh, it's going to be a real good conversation tonight. We've got a lot of audio coming in, and I've been going over it here in prep, and we're going to talk about it. Uh, and you guys have a new PM, and everything's great. Yeah, everything's going great over there. That's that's fantastic. You guys are down. Yeah, I, I Sunak. yeah, yeah I, I have to say, though, you guys are down uh, another 129,000 pounds a year uh, in a in a pension for someone that was in there for 45 days. Uh, anyhow, <laughs> moving right along. Bruce, how are you today? Healthy and alive. Little chilly here, but uh, quite enjoyable. That's good. That's good. I can tell you the weather's changing because you're you got the flannel on. It's getting serious now. Yeah, for now until the I decide to turn the heater on. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you guys don't have heaters down there. You like you burn fires, right? You got the the wood burner in the uh, in the kitchen, right? I, the, I mean, we we do have a fireplace, uh, but uh, it's going to turn the heating on, and about fifty lights are going to go out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, you see what the problem is, is he doesn't have enough windmills and, and solar panels and everything else. That's that's why yeah. everything's going to go out. Uh, with the winds we had yesterday, that probably blew over a few wind turbines. Yeah, I, some I actually pretty strong heard, winds. I heard there was tornado watches all throughout northern Texas, and I kind of figured that it was going to waft up your direction because you're yeah. you're actually like you're at ground zero of tornado alley. You're at the mm -hmm. inflection point of where tornadoes form and head out throughout the Midwest. Yeah, uh, actually, not 60 miles from here. Um, they, I, I'm pretty sure they still hold the world record for largest tornado. Not a record we want to have, but it is a record we have. <laughs> Wow, is the is the building still there <laughs> to record it? Is it still there? Uh, That'd be a amazing lot of if you could destroyed. harness a tornado. And that, that would be, but the the that specific tornado at the time was an F five. I believe it's technically categorized at the highest speeds as a EF six now because the highest speeds they recorded was right at the beginning point of an EF6. But uh, it was so strong that it was actually pulling up like foundations from houses. Uh, so even if you were in like a cellar, it probably wouldn't have saved you if you got wow. a direct hit. Oh, wow. Click my shoes. Take me home. That's crazy. I, I can't yep. even imagine a, like a storm that strong. I, I can't even imagine that. Of oh, course, yeah. according to Al Gore, you know, we're going to have more and more of that now. Yeah, go ahead. That was over 20 years ago, though. So Al Gore has a little bit of... He's well, yeah. got a little bit of work to, to get funny. it to happen again. Yeah, actually, and he hasn't movie. stopped for 20 years, has he? That no, kid. he hasn't. They made he a movie. Keeps going. Yeah, they made a movie about it. It's actually called Twister. It was a good movie, if I recall. Yeah. It was yeah, actually in Oklahoma. Good, yeah. They filmed it in Oklahoma. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it was about Oklahoma. Anyhow, 
All right. Uh, because you've graced us with your presence, uh, I've got a few things that we can discuss. Uh, uh, what would you like to talk about, Ned? Would you like to talk about the... Um, okay, I got I got two ways we can go with this. Or, or we can go what, down both, Biden? both paths. He's we can start again. there. We can start there. Or we can start with the shenanigans that happened on live television last week that you wanted to talk about uh, when the week Ooh. started this week. Either way. Either way. It's up to you. <laughs> Let's start with the shenanigans. Let's get them out of the way. I like that word shenanigans. Well, that's what it was. It doesn't cover it well enough. <laughs> no, it it doesn't. Okay, so um, on Channel Four in the UK the other night, uh, this was uh, this was on live TV. I'm going to have just the the actual thing going on here, uh, but it's going to be muted so you can see the um, thing. This is, of course, this is blurred. A uh, a transgender singer stripped naked on live television on channel four and played the keyboard with their genitalia i'm sorry to, to be so graphic yeah yeah i'm, I'm sorry yeah. to be so graphic but um uh johnny this i remember is, yeah. i remember yeah. you told you mentioned this to me so being a good brit i went and thought okay let's see who's running this i went and actually looked into this and it's a channel four and what you used to have in the old days you used to have friday night live which was a um comedy sketch show and there used to be some good stuff on it and it's um it was presented by a chap called ben elton about ben elton is a he's always been a left-wing person it's been more on the um sort of vote he, he, he used to write some very good comedies on stage he's different now i looked at the show and the show had representatives from uh let's say every part of the community Actually, they did have one straight person on there in comedy. There used to be a, a, a chap that used to do um, a, a stand-up comedy. Uh, one of his characters was um, Stavros, who was a Greek. And the other one was, he did something called Loads of Money. And it was just sort of um, taking the mick out of the establishment. And I've got loads of money. you got nothing and I can do what I want sort of thing. But there was gays. There was even... Um, Oh, uh, a Down Syndrome comedian on there. And I found it quite sad, actually, because one of her comedic lines was, um, I like to be disabled and that's I'm proud of what I am. And I don't use it only when I want to jump the queue and get the vaccine. And at that point, because my other half was watching it with me and she looked at me and went, don't say anything because <laughs> she knew what I was thinking. And I went, yeah, okay, fine. And then eventually that transgender person. But do you actually know, you know when somebody comes on and narrates and or uh, presents the person and says, right, this is a person that was at the top of a show, number one, got good write-ups, and is supposed to be going to the London Palladium the next time, I think on the 28th of October, that person is, that was in that pink suit, that transgender okay. person. That uh -huh. actually then, the rendition was quite good, quite funny. And then basically it said, well, I like live TV. And then just pulled the clothes off and started to. So, yes, it had breasts. It was just, it was a man with breasts and obviously had, and then started to hammer the keys with its penis. And I went, I wonder what time this came out on air. This was prime time. So I was obviously uh, in. So in the UK. I mean, it was it was just the actual the actual. Um, I quietly watched it and I listened to the rhetoric coming out from my wife, 
and she was went this is a bit harsh this is over the top you know on several different occasions mm-hmm. i just wanted to see because uh you know you'd, you'd rather get the feedback of course, yeah, of and, course. Yeah, you want you want context was, you want context yes and so i just listened and i went and when certain people said certain things, she just went, don't say anything. <laughs> she knew what I would say. But it was really, really, really in poor taste, very poor taste. If it was a show that was meant to sh- meant to put out there how crazy the establishment has become, and it, yeah, that was it. That was it. I had some old comedians come back on. A couple of them were good, but I would say 90% of that show was old. Oh, What's happening? Yeah. yeah, here's 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 my issue. Okay, you guys have a regulator for your telecoms and your your broadcasters in the UK. It's called Ofcom. You could make the same comparisons to what that is in America called our Federal Communications Commission, our FCC. They kind of they're like they're the regulatory body over top of that. They see what you know. We're I, we're even bound by FCC regulations because we put out a show that's that's listened to mainly in the US, so we have to abide by their regulations as well. But they've said nothing, Ofcom, in the UK. They've said nothing about this. No. The response that is out of the mainstream media, the response that you see around social media and in that that individual in particular, this is being hailed as bravery. Like if this is, and I told you this on the phone, I have no qualms about saying it here. If this was something that was on late, late night television, middle of the night kind of stuff on one of these networks that's behind a paywall, I got no problem with that, right? If that's what you want to watch, if that's on some adult network or something, I got no problem with that. Go ahead. But not prime time when you've got families on mainstream mainstream television, when you've got families sitting down watching something, you know, come on in, kids, let's watch a comedy show. And that's what you see. That's my problem with it right there. If you put it, if you put it down to uh, people of age, say, um, 50 years plus, they would have remembered things like what Ben Elton used to like, like the young ones and stuff, and the oh, comedies the that were out oh, there. I love, Ale- I love that show. Alex- Alexis Sale, all that sort yeah. of stuff. Yeah. And they could have gone, wow, Ben Elton's on. And they could have clicked on and gone, you've got to be kidding me, you know? And like you say, if they... If they sat down, the youngsters goes, right, you're going to see really good comedy now. This is Ben and He used to do this, this, this. And then they would have had that lot in their face. And it's everything. It, it, it wasn't every, well, except for one, maybe two, everything was harshly sexualized on there, the, the comedy. And it was pretty raw, some of it. And I would not want impressionable kids to actually see that sort of stuff. It's, it was it was just it, it, it was wrong it was it, it was it was wrong i don't i i haven't got a problem with anybody's humor anybody's type of thing but that was just a, a yard too far you could say i agree with you totally bruce you uh you caught a look at that yesterday in prep uh when we were going over yeah. it. i was actually going to hold it for uh for ned uh whenever he was going to come back on uh when we were able to get him but i know he's uh, got uh, full schedule this week, but you saw it yesterday. What were your thoughts on it? I I could tell by the look on your face. I mean, we pretty much had the same the same type of uh, reaction to it. And again, you know, as, as Ned just stated, that was a yard too far. I have to agree, it was a yard too far. But they, uh, as you said, the other issue is is this was prime time. This is when your your family's still up. You're you might be watching television together, what have you, and. <laughs> Or for that matter, your kid could have just been watching TV or something, you know, and with to the way uh, parents 
parent nowadays. You just stick them in front of a television or hand them a, a, a device Show or whatever, and they yeah. yeah, and they go off on their own. So they could have watched this and you not know about it. Um, I, I I don't even know what to say to that level of depravity, that level of but it it it's it fits with the times. It fits with. Uh, those well, articles you were talking about uh, that, that that was praising this. Um, I, I just want to uh, point out that when you read those articles that saying um, they call him, her, her bravery, her penis, her, her, her. I'm sorry. The last time I had had, had um, gone through biology, uh, hers don't have a penis. <laughs> no. <laughs> I tell you, I tell you what, I wonder if that will get to the palladium. Because she's supposed it, she whatever is supposed to be booked for the Palladium. I think um, I wonder if Charles will be there, actually in the balcony to watch it. It'd be if it gets that far. Well, yeah, it's definitely gone to hell's gone. You know, the world's gone to hell in a handbasket. I mean, mistakes are made. And what you were saying about kids and put in front of TVs to shut them up. A prime thing happened when I was when my daughter was quite a lot younger. And New Year's is always a thing to celebrate, isn't it? And sometimes when your partner's away, whatever, and there's uh, social communities, yeah, and there's clubs and stuff, and there's where they do bands and things like that. And they used to have um, one in the next uh, sort of village along, and um, they had a room, a playroom for kids and whatever, and there was a TV on the wall. And they usually, it's usually awful showing something. But my young daughter came through and said, well, there's something very strange. I said, what's the matter, darling? I said, so I went in there and they had something, a program, I think it was called something like Orange Juice Jones or something, some idiot like that was uh, rep- uh, presenting it. But what got me was I looked at it and I went, you better turn this off. Because somebody had switched it on and it was in young kids and there was this like glass cube and there was a very aging large lady with rolls of fat and she was naked. Yes standing in this cube and then somebody was coming in blindfolded to put their hands around to find out what was in there with them oh goodness and i went off and i was rather upset because somebody had come along and put that on in that room and it was just full of young impressionable children yeah and yeah it happens it happens people are idiots and obviously it was New Year's and it was late and people just in the main dance area, bar area and whatever. And this room had been put to side, loads of toys, whatever. And somebody put it on and obviously somebody had managed to get the remote, switch channels, do whatever. And it was oh, it was quite annoying, very, very upsetting. And But once kids of young age see things like this, it doesn't, it, it rattles around the heads. They're sponges. You know, it, it's it's not very good at all. You don't know what the outcome will be. So yeah, it, it, it was it was a touch too far, and there's too much of it. And the kids should be left alone. Kids should be left alone. That's been our argument through this entire thing. Is just like, do whatever you want as an adult. I really don't care. But when you start bringing it to the children, that's when I have a problem. That's when it gets to be an issue. You know, when you start teaching this in the schools, Bruce, you and I were looking at a, at an ad that's circulating around certain uh, California middle schools, and I'm sure it's the same in pretty much just about every part of the country over there. And they're saying, come to these meetings and don't tell your parents. That's a problem. Yeah, that's a big problem. This, this is what I don't understand. Every country has got, in the West at least, or every 
a civilized country that has a set of laws always has something concerning um, sexual grooming, paedophilia or whatever of children. And it says it's not to be done. So if you're putting this out at certain times, if you're going to the schools with these ideas and everything, what are you doing if not that? What are you doing? You're you're breaking every blooming law or you're allowing it to be broken uh, because because you think that person ha- is different than everybody and they should have a say. They shouldn't have a say to the children because you're enforcing ideals on children that will suck it up. You're actually grooming children and it is against the law. Yeah, I, I agree. But at the same time, here's the problem with the day we live in, the, the age we're in. Uh, at the same time, uh, we just had uh, President Biden, uh, if you can believe that, uh, sitting in front of a influencer, a TikTok uh, influencer, transgender. And the transgender was interviewing and asked him about uh, gender affirming care for kids. And he says, I have the clip if you'd like for me to pull it. Yeah, that might be good because this fits in with what you're talking what with what we're talking about with this show. This is this is the reason this is going on. This is the reason that kids are being uh, exposed to this. They're grooming them. They're intentionally grooming them. Uh, And I also want to point out, too, when was the last time in like in recent history, I thought it was a bad thing for you to be a white male that, you know, that was kind of like the new trend now. It's kind of bad for you to be a white male. How is it a white male just stripped naked on live television during prime time and nothing happened to him? Uh, that wouldn't happen. There would be outrage. There would be calls for his arrest. There would be like the the regulators would have the network probably sued and shut down and everybody that was involved in that production would be fired and probably criminally charged. Uh, But here's that clip that you were asking about. Do you think states should have a right to ban gender affirming health care? I don't think any state or anybody should have the right to do that as a moral question and as a legal question. I just think it's wrong. That was a dude that has been a dude all his life and has been on hormonal treatments for what was it, 200 and some days? That's a that's a TikToker, you said? That's like a, that's a, a TikTok influencer. Yeah, I see. Yeah. Why is that app still allowed in America? I thought that I thought that was banned or, or was in the process of starting to be banned along with WeChat under the Trump administration because it's run by the Chinese Communist Party. Yeah, but you you said it, he's a fascist. That's that's why it All never right, went through. All right, right. Okay, yeah. got it. Yeah, sure. Got it. Got it. Yeah, we, we, the thing is, we know that um, our children and adults, parents, that we live through each other. And when you see what your child does, hopefully it's okay. I mean, if they're slightly different, if they want to be whatever they want to be, fine. And you support them. But you've got this doddering git in the United States, right, who doesn't really care. As long as he was put in that position, he will say whatever for whoever got him there and whoever's behind him and take his son. His son did whatever his he, he wanted to do. Do you know, sometimes I think... When you get to that stage, whether you've, you, you're going through drugs, you're, you're doing all the alcohol, you're doing all the prostitution and everything, even if it's a cry for help, his father didn't bloody listen and probably used him. And that is the sad thing about it all. Biden line is a mess. It is, the, it is just one badly put together 
mess. And he doesn't care. Your president of the United States does not care for anything. And if he could sit down there and say, yeah, bring it on. We'll make a law for every twisted thing, every whatever you want. If people look out there, there's everybody from every color, creed or whatever in America that is screaming in the background over the internet saying, what the hell is going on? And yet it's all being subdued and put down. And it's not just there. It's every country really at the moment. Here's the thing. You're you're talking about the Biden line and everything. Why would the Bidens take a position against uh, grooming um, minors like this? Uh, When you listen to Ashley Biden's diary, this has been a part of not only is it incestuous, but it's uh, grooming kids has been a part of the Biden line since she was a kid, according to her diary which has been confirmed by the uh, FBI to have been her diary. So, I mean, they do. They don't. I mean, as much as as when when you get into these halls of power and anything, they do groom their children. They want the children to go in a specific direction. They, they do try and to, and that's probably, it's it's just like having a pop star, isn't it? You've got a big company pushing it in extreme directions and you're going to, something's going to pop. I, yeah, okay, grooming nice. them, at, at training them to be, okay, to, to specify, training them to come, you know, to go a certain direction or, or to have the education they need to fulfill the, the you know, whatever the, the, you know, the business or whatever they have. Okay, sure, I understand that. The problem is, is uh, according to Ashley Biden's diary, she was being molested, sexually assaulted by her, her father and her uncle. So... Uh, when, when I'm saying grooming, I'm meaning it in the negative sense, not in the. Then you got then you got his son Hunter. You got him uh, on the laptop deal with what was it? His niece. His niece. Yeah. Fifteen yeah. year old niece, or however yeah. however old she was. Yeah, he's got saved uh, iMessages on on the laptop of her in um where she was topless in one. Uh, there's other ones where she was full nude selfie. But obviously, you know, that that's you can't show those, obviously. So I've not actually seen that information because it's illegal that that that's so I'm, I'm going off of hearsay of journalists. Uh, but that's what's in there. You strip people of their self-worth and what you get, you get malleable pieces of putty, which you can use in any direction. But that's and everywhere. That's it, marketing. It, that's everywhere. Yeah. It's in entertainment. It's in everything. Yeah. It's like it's like these ridiculous reality shows. They're they're designed for a specific purpose. They're designed to make you self-examine, to self-identify with with something that's on that screen that's not real. You look at those fake people that are up there on that screen, and it's made to make you think that what you do in your life does not matter because you're not one of these people. That's what those things oh, are yeah. designed to do. I mean, everybody. Every, I mean, it's been decades now where the reality shows. People look at these reality TV shows and think they are reality, but they're not. No, they're and actors. they they think the only the only way to um, be somebody is to have that ten seconds of stardom. But it's you've got to just throw everything away. I mean, you take shows like I mean that parasitical Jeremy Vine. How oh he's had that show for for endless amount of years, and he's just got people on there slagging each other off, demeaning whatever. Okay, he's found people that are unhappy with each other and whatever, but they've gone out there and they've sat in front of the world for their few minutes. And what does that do to you? What do you, what does that do? 
I mean, you don't achieve anything other than your face is out there and you'll have people in the hundreds that agree with you or not. And you, you just ruin your life. What if you had anything left of it? But see, see, look how happy he is. Dick. Look how happy he is. Yeah. But how long? He's a sad man. He is. Uh, and, and most of these people are. That's, that's what people don't get. When I try to explain to somebody that, that watches this garbage, I say, listen, do you understand how sad and miserable those people are? Like, you, you don't understand what a bankrupt millionaire looks like. That is what that looks like. That's, that's a bankrupt millionaire. <laughs> that's what that is. Jeremy Vine, that's a bankrupt millionaire. It's a soulless so that's my point. Person. That's my point. They're all yeah. the, like these are morally bankrupt people. They're miserable. They're absolutely miserable. The, 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 there's there's no humanity in media and business. They're all mal- they've all molded into the, the the corporate mouthpiece which they have become, and that's it. That's there's true. nothing left to them. There's that's nothing true. left to them. Speaking of being molded into a corporate mouthpiece, we've got a lot of audio to get to. Let's make a pivot. You got anything else you want to say on on the uh, the crazy entertainment and and the events of last week or anything? No, I've, 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 I I I really have to stay away from stuff like all this parental stuff and parenthood charity or every well, other you, charity the mermaids and everything it. it's just, well yeah i understand it's horrible. you're a it's parent endless. no you're a parent you have to see that stuff to know what's out there to to insulate your child from that you have to see that stuff oh yeah i mean the main reason i looked at that quickly today was my my daughter was out the country so i could sit down from um and have i said and asked the wife i said right I need to put this up. Can we just watch this? And I want your point of view. And to get it. So it came from an external point of view, and it's not just me. And so I, my daughter wouldn't have to look at it uh, in case it in case it was twisted. And it was twisted. I'm sorry. She, she would not have been prepared for that. Moving on to... Um, well, how did you call him? The U.S. president? Do you call him some some git or or something? Is that is that what you called him? <laughs> well, he's, it depends at the time. He has got a, there's an endless list of words that actually depends on what he's doing. I don't think he actually cares. I mean, a git is a pregnant camel, but that would be useful. He's not. Well, today he is out getting his, uh, I, I think, like millionth booster or something. I, I'm not sure because he's getting boosters for a he's for a pandemic that he said like what a month ago that it was over. So yeah, and then do you know what? Like I know, still can't get into the US. Gov means. You know what gov means? <laughs> you know means? Yeah, it's a government should, website. Yeah. It means go. No, no, it means go vax. Go vax. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, sure. Well, that's what he's going to remind you of. Now you see Ned. You see who's got up here? Yeah, you see this guy right here. That's your favorite. That's one of your favorite guys. The guy guy that's that's trying to stretch his shoulders and his chin because he's about one foot short than everybody else. So you see Fauci standing there. And then, of course, everybody's standing on their tape marks, right? Everybody's got their marks because they're on a movie set. This is the opening statement, and then we'll get into the rest. Good afternoon. I'm here today with uh, my COVID team, as well as leaders from some of America's top pharmacies, Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, Albertsons. And we're here with a simple message. Get vaccinated. Update your vaccine, your COVID vaccine. It's incredibly effective, but the truth is not enough people are getting it. 
What? We've got to change that <laughs> so we can all have a safe and healthy holiday season. Oh. That's why I'm getting my shout updated today. You see, we have to have a safe and healthy holiday season. That's what's going on here. Yeah, but the idea is we have got it. We've got the idea that you're a total git, like you said. He is a git. He doesn't care. His days are over. He knows his days are numbered. He doesn't care if he pumps himself full of amphetamines or whatever. He is dragging the people down. Remember, he vocally said several times that if you get vaccinated, it will stop it. You'll be cured. La, 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 la. Then he got COVID. Then he got COVID. <laughs> Carry on. It's out there. The people have heard the European Parliament question the Pfizer. It was never tested for transmission. They know the trade. It doesn't stop transmission. It doesn't cure you. End of dick. So people, why would a man in charge of your country ask you to get vaccinated? We know, but you've got to question it yourself. Why is that buffoon standing in front of that podium with those? And the, the nice thing about it is if you could find him doing this and then you can see all the faces standing behind the little white marks, you then will notice that if you ever come across any of these people saying anything, don't take it with a pinch of salt. I would ignore most of it. As would I. Uh, and we're not the only country that's pushing it. You guys are starting to push uh, the boosters again, and they're threatening Christmas again. I'd like for you to see all of the papers. You British, man, you guys love your papers. I don't know what it is, but you guys love your papers. There's a paper for everything over there. I'd like you to take a look at the yeah, newsstand. Yeah, rabbit's shit on it. <laughs> it's good for the rabbit hutches. <laughs> I'd like you to take a look at the uh, the newspaper stand from this morning. Yeah, and you have to buy one. They'll probably all say the same. <laughs> they all say the same thing. As you can see here, you've see got the I mean? Times, yeah. you've got yeah. the Daily Mail, the Mirror, the Sun, the Express, the Star, the Independent, the Telegraph, the Guardian, and all of them say the same thing. They're all in different colors, of course, but they all say exactly the same thing. I don't even look at a newsstand. There's no point. It's just great. There's no point. There isn't any point. There's no point. Oh. I, I see absolutely no point of, of looking at a newsstand. But anyhow, Biden goes, sits down in the chair and then gets the shot in his arm. A reporter asks him a question while he's getting the, uh, uh, the, the jab in his arm. This was the question. What's your reaction to the Saudis on oil urging you guys not to use What's your reaction to the Saudis on oil urging the U.S. to not use the reserves? What is his answer? Get your COVID shot. <laughs> I know. Somebody should have asked him what he actually went out to the Saudis really for. And he would have said, well, it wasn't to get them to turn on the oil. It was to get them to turn it off. Because I don't, he, he just, no. Nah. I mean, it's, <laughs> when have you seen a president of the United States demean themselves like that, turning themselves into a, 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 a miserable showpiece like that? Well, you see, I don't know if it's about demeaning. I don't know if it's about turning himself into a showpiece. Ned, he genuinely cares. He genuinely cares about the lives of the American people. And if you don't believe that, listen to how much he cares about what's going to happen to people that don't go and get done what he just had done to himself. Virtually every COVID death in America is preventable. Virtually everyone. Almost everyone who will die from COVID this year will not be up to date on their shots or they will not have taken Paxlovid when they got sick. Oh, really? Really? So this is the man that cares along the same lines as, who's that French git? Uh, Macron. Macron. 
Remember when Macron said you're not a citizen if you don't take the vax? And then didn't none Biden of them are just say like didn't Biden just say lately that you've got to come home from China, otherwise you will lose your US citizenship? Aren't they throwing um, people with I that as hear- well? I didn't hear that one, but uh, I'll take your word on it because uh, you do your oh, research. Oh, yeah. So. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's That made me chuckle. Total. Yeah. I mean, because they're trying to force the uh, Taiwan issue. So they're trying to reduce what they can from the West to interrupt Chinese um, manufacturing and American input. So it escalates into the Taiwan area. That's your next ball court. Yeah. So they're going to ask, and that's why that asshole said that to, uh, of his own people. It's out there. It's they're, they're manipulating things, and it's just speeding up. They're, they're bored with Ukraine. There's that argument about yesterday where Putin was saying there's a dirty bomb available to the Ukrainians. Mm, yeah, there's um, actually more said, on that. Uh, there's actually more on that yeah, As of today the russians have said publicly i'm sorry to interject but just on that point russia has notified the united states today publicly of the start of a nuclear deterrent exercise on october 26th so tomorrow or today for those listening to us uh, today which will include the following launches of ballistic and cruise missiles capable of carrying a nuclear warhead oh yeah but it's the russians sent the first um vocal issue out a day ago about the dirty bomb being on the opposite side Correct. for the use Correct. of Ukraine. And he didn't just send it uh, of uh, the US response was what a load of crock, what a crock or whatever. He sent it out to UK, he sent out to several countries. We've been waiting for things to escalate and get stupid there. And it's just one thing after another. But when it goes quiet, COVID went quiet, they needed something else. They've got the energy crisis going. They got the food crisis going. They've broken pipelines. Mysteriously, other pipelines have managed to pop out of thin air and send gas to all different parts of the world. And they're in existence. And we've been waiting for the Taiwan issue because that's the next escalation. And that seems to be tightening its grip. And that's on the ball. You can watch it. It's just one thing after another. People are just quite... You see this grey mess. I mean, we're still getting it. I mean, I'm getting it. I'm getting it in the UK quite a lot. The people are still not willing to discuss any of these subjects, although they know it's true. I've had people stand up and say, do you know your husband's got it keyed off? Oh, do you know this? Whatever. But there are so many people that just, well, I, I haven't got time for that. I've, 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 I've got to go, you know, as if they've left something in the oven and they've got to just got to watch check it Friday out. Night Live sure on, on Channel 4. <laughs> and and it, this everyday thing, oh, I've got to make sure the kid's ready for this or whatever. And they will just back off and get on with it every day. And they're just going on the same path and hoping that it's just going to pass them by. And they're still doing it in very large numbers. You just, <laughs> you just want to go somewhere and just scream. I, you know? I literally, just, I, not only do I want to scream, like I want to pick up a stack of books and just like smack them upside the head repeatedly and say, just read one of these. I don't care which one, pick one. Read one of them and just get back to me with, with something tangible. Get back to me with something real because this this that's going on, like this affects you. And if you want to understand why, 
you're unhappy or, or something's missing or something has no meaning or you're miserable about something, if you want to understand why that is and what you can do to change it, then you need to understand how things work. I mean, that, that to me is, is the key. Maybe I'm misinterpreting that from everybody else's perspective, but from my perspective, like that makes the most sense to me. I want to understand the inner workings of something so I know how to avoid it. That's my oh, yeah. issue is is these people and I'm talking about like the, the ones that are up there in the in the seats of power for doing absolutely positively nothing like Bill Gates, the guy that's literally paid $50,000 for some code and he deconstructed a mouse and that's what made him famous. That guy like that's seriously, that's what we're dealing with here. So what He's I like, horrible. I just don't he is horrible. I just don't understand how people can ignore their own God-given talents and potential to the point where it just it, it becomes a form of professional consumerism. Do you, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, well, it, it, it's playground crap because basically they think that if they seem to be agreeing with the bully or the person that's pushing everybody around, they're not going to get it in the neck. But these bullies you've got out there now, these people that are twisting it all, don't give a shit about anybody. That's what you got to understand. That playground is full of dead bodies and you're one of them because they don't care. They haven't got any inkling of what humanity is anymore. They've got their own ideal of they're going to come out the other side. And well, with this gender dysphoria and everything they're pushing it's part that of the way. Population. They, it's part of the population. Well, it's not it, these poor idiots that there will be some of them that are I've, I've, I've got a problem of, and I always wanted to speak out and they've been tweaked and given some money or given a platform and they're out there, but you are going to get walked over too. You are being used to create the chaos. And if you think you're getting a platform and you can preach, once you're allowed to preach, you have become a focal point. You're part of the fog, the distraction, the mountain chaos. You have been used. And you can call it abused as well because your history. Because when this, when this is all going to go into the same melting pot and they're tweaking everything, the monkeypox, they use that to point at the gay community. They got the, the, the gender thing going in all, all directions. If you, the one thing people have got to think about is there's a trade situation in this world, right? There's five countries and they call them the BRICS countries, right? So, funnily enough, Brazil is one of them. That's in South America. So you should look in to see what Brazil is doing with other countries and where they get making their ties in South America, right? Russia. Well, you all know what Russia's doing. It's become the focal point of blame for whatever. Yeah. And you want to see what Russia is doing. Then you've got India. Now you want to see what ties India are doing with whoever on the south part of that continent. China. Massive focal point. Nobody's talking about China, really. They're just letting that big monster crawl along, doing whatever it wants within its own boundaries, except that if anybody says, yeah, well, it's Taiwan and it's going to be... So, yeah, Taiwan's a big thing. And then you got South Africa. Funnily enough, these five nations that want to form a currency are in five different areas of the world. One's in Africa. South Africa, what's happening with South Africa? The latest is um, the West-backed um, arms people within Ethiopia, yeah, which are against the government in Ethiopia. 
that's disintegrating and South Africa is trying to balance that out. So South Africa will be forming ties from the bottom of that continent up because basically, like we said before, there's a lot of ex-colonial people there from France there. What makes me think if France wants to move away from NATO, will it actually move in another direction? Don't know. Maybe. You guys still have you guys still have assets down there, do you not? Oh, they've got assets everywhere. Well, I know, but South Africa. Yeah. But I wouldn't like to say who well, I don't I I think if we go looking into proper assets and I mean this is all surface stuff. Countries don't own anything anymore. This is the biggest problem. Unless you are some big movers. The West stopped owning anything. Europe doesn't really own anything. France has got its foot in quite a lot of pies, but I haven't managed to look back into how far those assets go. Now, the, the French, I mean, they, they're still involved heavily in Africa, of course. Uh, they've got their colonies as well. You guys have got the Commonwealth oh. still. And then the, yeah. like the Germans used to be involved in South America, but that's not anymore. I mean, that ended, uh, hell, that ended pre-World War II. Oh, so that, that, that was all window. over. That went out the window. Yeah, that was that was primarily for like nitrate mining, but then a new discovery actually happened that made that irrelevant, so they shut it all down. Germany, but, Germany needs Europe to survive. They do, and and vice versa. You know, well, actually, yeah, I I don't know. I was telling you this on the phone, and I mentioned this yesterday on on the podcast. I said if this is going to work, and I, I'm not I'm not talking about forming some kind of uh, uh, th- this reincarnation of like NATO or, or the United Nations or something like that. I'm not talking about that. What I'm talking about here is alliances of countries that have similar cultural values to protect. That's what I'm talking about. So if you're going to do this, if you're going to have some type of an opposition to this, if we're going to defend the West in general, I'm not speaking about one country here, you've got to have America, you've got to have the UK, like these are essential. These are essential players. You've got to have the French. You have to have the French. You've got to have the Germans, the Italians, the Aussies, the New Zealanders, and the Japanese. And you'll get Canada yep. by default and and everything else because they'll follow along. Oh with, yeah, they'll fall whatever. in line. Yeah. They will fall in line. And yeah, and I, but you have to do that. You do. I agree. Because you, you got fundamentally the people underneath all of that have their allegiances to those countries, and that is why the U.S. has been a focal point. Of destruction, they, they they are using the U.S. to bring the whole pack of cards down, and that is the one place that's got to survive. A lot of people were saying and telling me, "Well, why are you talking about the U.S. from ages and ages?" And I said, "Because can't you see what's happening? Don't care what's happening over there. Won't affect me. How oh, yes, ignorant are people?" <laughs> but you know, that people, is that Americans is used to the say rhetoric. That. Oh no, I I get it, I get it. People used to say that to me. I mean, I remember back. I, I want to say it was like twenty years ago. They were complaining about the price of gasoline in the U.S. going up after nine eleven. And I said, "Do you have any idea what they're paying for or paying for for gasoline or petrol in the U.K.?" And you know what I would get? I don't care what they're paying. It's got nothing to do with me. I get the same answer. And that was the segregation. Yeah. Yeah. I, I get the same answer. Segregation. Like, you don't understand. Like, the, you know, 20 years linked. ago, I was saying. Everything's interlinked. Yeah. yeah. And they've just, and they still do it. That is the gray mass. They sit on their sofas, they look at the telly, and if they don't see something on there, it's not happening. Or they can just hide under their duvet and pretend the monsters won't get them. There are 
Hopefully, I mean, what have we got to do? Have we got to wait for a whole generation to wake up? But by my then, friend, it's going to be a whole mess. Friend, at this at this current rate, we're not going to have another generation. Oh, yeah. I mean, l- l- let's just take this for example, okay? More of these sudden cases, okay? L- let's just look at this, right? Here's a guy. Here's a guy who was a host of something called Gen X, Generation X, right? That's a generation before me. Generation X Radio in Suffolk, in the UK, all right? Exactly Suffolk. one year ago. Yeah, Suff- <laughs> Suff- Suffolk, Suffolk. Yeah, okay, whatever. There's an L in there. I'm not going to argue. <laughs> so <laughs> exactly a year ago, almost to the day, October 19th, 2021. I'll put this up on screen so you can see it. He tweeted the following. What the hell is going on here? 1.5 million people who willingly received both initial COVID vaccines now can't be asked to go and get their booster jab? No surprise that a government who've been trying to pretend the pandemic is over are now blaming us again for a surge in pandemic numbers. And he lists the covers of The Sun and The Daily Express for saying, go get your booster jabs, you know, time to go and get your top up and all the rest of it. Yesterday, Sky News... Suffolk local Suffolk, excuse me, local radio DJ Tim Go dies while presenting the morning show. Yep. He died on air while he was reading mm-hmm. the news. Yep. And there's going to be even more of them and even more. And the thing is, what the scary stuff is, how many people have actually fallen over in the media, in front of people, in front of stadiums of people, and they're still falling over. Yeah. People are just giving it. Your ONS released a report quietly just last week that said that 63,000 people in England, 63,000 died within seven weeks of receiving their booster. Yep. And, and you got Biden out there pushing that today? 63,000 in seven weeks? But how do you get to a position where you don't care? That is the problem. People aren't caring. They, they, they got this funny thing where the people that they're supposed to trust and believe in of f***ed them over, big style, for two years, and they're still got hold of that tail, and they're following. They're just, the blind are leading the blind, and they're just going along, and they'll quite merrily fall off the cliff. And it's becoming slightly annoying. How do you wake people up before they've taken another jab, they've taken another booster, and they're just slowly killing themselves off. The data's out there. It, 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 it's available. They just don't even want to look for the data. Or if you do present it to them, they don't want to hear it, or it's a conspiracy theory. Uh, well, th- that word conspiracy theory doesn't even rub anymore because there's so much out there available that they know it's the bloody truth, and they just don't want to hear it. I don't get that. That sort of dumbness, that sort of idiocy, is totally beyond me, especially if you've got a kid, because it, it, it comes down to, I mean, are you that irresponsible? Are you that uncaring? Are you, you have no, you haven't got an ounce of self-discipline to question anything, but it's, I'm sorry, I want to scream again. <laughs> I just New do. Article it's just, just scary. Yeah, yeah. Article out of the sports section here today, a uh, 30-year-old athlete dropped over dead today. Mm-hmm. professional athlete. So you, you, you asked about how, how do you wake people up? Now, I, I'm not saying that this will wake people up. However, I am saying that this is the way that I do it. Present them the data from 
the CDC or the NIH or NHS, whichever, uh, or your country of origin or a country near you, something that is not refuted on the left or the right, and just present them with the data and show them come off as if you're supporting them, you know, in, in, in their decision, but then show all the facts that thousands of people are dying taking this. Millions have been injured and just quote the facts to them. Uh, just just give them the statistics. Come off as if you're supporting them at first, uh, <laughs> but show them the data and uh, just kind of feel it out. See uh, well, uh, I'm I'm a sarcastic person when it comes to that kind of stuff, so that's kind of my my jam. But you see you see which uh, direction they lean when you're telling that information, and if they're if they're malleable, if you can talk with them, they'll be like, "Hang on, wait a minute, what did you just say?" And they'll question you. But if they're totally sold out on the idea of the vaccine and how wonderful and great it is, they'll just reaffirm and agree with you and don't waste your time. Yeah, just move on. It's a problem. You've got to then become uncaring in your own way. Um, that, that, that is the hard thing. I don't thing. know if it's that. I don't know if it's that. I think it's, I think it's a simple matter of, of well, I, okay, I can't, I can't even say, I can't say that this is a simple matter. Maybe I'm misspeaking when I say that. It's but not easy. It's no, it's not, it's not but it, it is it a takes, simple matter, but it's not easy. There, there's, that would be what I would say. Let me, let me throw it as, as the theologian side. Let me throw it this way. We're taught when we're witnessing before people, but you know, we go to a city and we witness there or whatever. If the city will not hear us out, the people there will not hear us out, kick the dust off your feet and go to the next one. That's kind of the same thing here. Uh, when when you're coming from the religious standpoint, we're talking about an eternal decision, right? It's This is the most important decision you can make in your life from, our, from the Christian perspective, right? Now, presenting them with this information and this data, I would say it's the same thing. It's you, you take the same principle. Show them the data, show them the information, find out whether they're perceptive or not. If they're not perceptive, they, they don't want to hear it. Kick the dust off your feet and move on. You you attempted to show them uh, the light, and they they did not want to see it. So move on. Yeah, and that's uh, that, that 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 in itself creates a problem because if that happens enough times, you get to a point even within your own psyche where you start to choose who's worth saving and who's not. Why don't and you, you can actually blunt yourself when you we've got to stay sharp and you've just got to keep putting it out there. I don't, I don't well, know. Yeah, but you can you can make you can make those calls and and you can disconnect yourself from that. Now that that's not something that comes easy. I'm not saying that that's something that's just you know you wake up and you snap your fingers and you do that. You have to be able to make the distinction, as in, do I continue to let this choice that this other person has made after I've tried so hard? Do I continue to let that affect me? You can't. As, as difficult as that is for, for a person to accept, and I think that will be the biggest challenge for somebody right there, is actually accepting the fact that what they're doing isn't working and they're not going to listen, and they have to move on. You, as the person, you have to move on, as Bruce is talking about. Kick the dust mm -hmm. off your feet, move on to the next town. You don't have time to sit there and dwell on that, because if you do, then you run into the same problem. You run into the same problem of it's going to stifle you. It's going to affect your yeah. judgment. So you've got to you've got to that, be able to make the distinction. You have to be able to separate yourself from that. If if that makes it, if I'm making any sense whatsoever. Oh no no no! We've got to stay outside of this. That's one thing. That's we've what always I mean. Done. But that's, I that's I, I, mean. I always I always do question the psychology because if I don't if I stop questioning myself, you, I think I, you could become 
not immune, but you because you you, beca- you could become blunt against something. You become you know non-reactant in very. You put your own barrier up if you see what I mean, and you could actually dull that sharpness of yourself. Uh, uh, yeah, you move on. You move on, but you've just got to keep going. Got to keep putting it out there. Maybe somebody from that town you just dust your feet off, catches you up, and says, "Hang on, I thought about this," and that's what you hope for. Just another voice, another voice, another voice, and hopefully those voices. Because the 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 worrying point is the voices that will eventually want to hear it will probably be on the short life list by then as well. And that that's the scary bit. That's the scary bit. Because if you get people, you see, that then adds to the chaos because this is the chaos they want. Eventually, if there's enough opposition or uh, if if they want to think of it, soldiers that might stand up against their total chaotic way, they're already on a decline. And that's the problem. There's got to be enough people out there to survive this. There's got to be enough people out there to survive it and bring it all together. Because if at the moment it looks like you're that a certain part of this world is looking to survive and control and then walk back over the chaotic mess which they've created. And I tell you what, they won't even think about bringing those people into their social system. They will just slaughter them on the way through. Because if if I was going to do that sort of thing, if I wanted to control and I created a social system and had total control over a certain percentage of the human race that I wanted to, and I'd create a chaotic mass over there, I would not be thinking about saving them. I'd be thinking about letting them fight tooth and nail against themselves. And if they got to a point where they were quieting down, that is when I would put my boots on and move and clean them up. And then I've got plenty of new land, plenty of whatever to do with what I want. And I can expand as I want. And hey-ho, I now have a world. Thank you very much. We are out of time. We are going to have to go. Any final words? Yeah, f- <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Fair point. For those of you who'd like to send us some feedback, please do so anytime by sending us an email at dynamicpodcast at protonmail.com. Also, do you like the podcast you're listening to? We do love having you as a listener, and we would ask you to pass this along to five friends. Do you know someone you're trying to wake up and get them to think on their own? We would appreciate it very much if you would send them our direction. It's been a pleasure, gentlemen. Thank you both for being here this evening. Thank you to all of the listeners. Everyone have a great evening. Bye.